Hey everyone, welcome to episode 7 of State of My Sports. That's State of MI Sports. We talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Also like our Facebook page, State of MI Sports. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you're alerted when a new episode is out. We want to know what you like, what you dislike, what you want to hear, and let us know your opinion on all our topics. Episode 7, we're going to talk a little more about the NBA Stanley Cup finals with NHL game seven tonight what sport has the best do or die game what is our favorite type of beer not brand not style like when does an ice cold beer taste the absolute best to you guys and of course we're going to talk about our Michigan beers and give them our grades I am Sam Waldhart and with me today I have Kyle Fossey Micah Smith and Travis Nickel is back. Trav, we did miss you. Probably not as much as your students already do, you know, being summer vacation and all to you. Um, but we did miss you, and so did our listeners. So, Trav, last Friday was the last day of school. I mean, what is that feeling like when you can just relax, let it all go? I mean, is it similar to when we were kids and we were just so excited when, when it's summer vacation? Or is it better or what? I think it's really similar. feels great, you know, exciting, um, just like when we were kids. The difference is we get to drink to celebrate. So after, You didn't do any of that, did you? No, not none. <laughs> of course we did. So after school, we went to the store, which is a nice bar in Grand Rapids if you haven't been to it. Um, it makes you feel like you're down in Florida or something. You got, you got beaches, and they got volleyball, they got beanbags, they got – you know, live bands, all the good stuff. And we had a great time. We went out Friday. They even um, have palm trees. They even have palm trees. They actually <laughs> they, bring, them, they bring in. them in from Florida, right? That's what I've heard. It's crazy. It's insane. So, uh, yeah, we enjoyed it. It was great. We, um, we had a lot of fun. We were there all day, maybe too long. But, hey, <laughs> teachers need to celebrate, right? We had a long year. Um, they do. Drank a lot of beer. So, speaking of beer, Sam, what, um, what beer do you have today? Today, I have uh, recommended by my wife's maid of honor, Christina. She told me Huma Lupa Licious is one of her favorite, like, IPA-ish beers. So, uh, it is from Shorts Brewery. And uh, could someone tell – oh, it's in Elk Rapids, Michigan. And it is an India Pale Ale, and it's – on the bottle, it says it's a complex hop and malt theme park in your mouth. So, I'm Ooh. a big theme park fan. Like, I, I enjoy Cedar Point, and I enjoy Michigan's Adventure. I should have stuck with that one because it's Michigan. But, yeah, it, it, I can definitely tell, like, all the flavors that are going on. So, I'm, I'm a big fan of it so far. I'll give it a grade at the end. Kyle, what do you got today? I have uh, Hoptronics from New Holland. So that is right in Holland, Michigan. Um, you know, I, it's been around for a while, but I have never had this before. It's a double India pale ale. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd give it a shot. So do they, do they, so they have a really good location in Grand Rapids as well. Do they brew any of their beer in Grand Rapids? Ooh, yeah, there is a brew. Yeah, they do some in there. I don't, yeah, yeah I'm not sure exactly what, um, not to the, I mean, they are sneaky big. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't think their founder is big, but 
um, they have a huge facility um, that is separate from anything. That's just manufacturing um, somewhere on the South side of Holland. I know. Um, but no, I love both. I love the Grand Rapids one. I love the downtown Holland one. Yeah. Uh, you're a big Holland guy. You're, you're pretty far out in Allendale. So it's a little bit closer of a drive. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's closer. It but is here. Maybe is a better word. It is. And my parents live in Holland. So it's kind of like, eh, yeah, we go out, we meet them out there every once in a while. And um, yeah, I am. I'm a big Holland guy. No doubt about yeah. it. Micah, what are you drinking? Uh, tonight I have Voyager from Arvon Brewing Company. Arvon Brewing Company is in Granville, Michigan, and I did not know that. I they don't have a tap. Yeah, they don't have a tap room, but they're looking for one, according to the Siciliano guys. Shout out to them for supplying a lot of beer that we get. Um, <clears throat> this is a New England style IPA. Uh, it is loaded with Galaxy, Mosaic, and Citra hops, and it's darn good. It's a 7.5%. Um, yeah, we'll rate it at the end. Sounds good. Trav, I already know what you got. You got the hops. Yes. We, we came from our softball game, and we, we always go to the hops because they're our, our softball sponsor. Tell, tell everybody what you got from the hops tonight. So I got something called the Bearded Belgian from the hops tonight. Uh, it's a Belgian. It's called Bearded Belgian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it has, has a German taste to it. And, um, well, anyway, it's a 9.9%, which is just potent. And, you know, that, that caught my <laughs> eye. And I taste it, and I'm like, this is pretty good. I got a taste from the waitress. And so I had her fill me up one of those cans. What are they called again? Is it a, it's not a growler, Crowler. a crowl, whatever. Crowler. 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 So one of them cans. So I get one of those. They bring them to me. And I'm like minding my own. We're getting ready to leave the hops to come home to do the podcast. And I get into my car and I, I plop a seat in there. And, you know, I got my Silverado there. I, I sit down and put it in the cup holder. And all of a sudden I hear kaboom. And I'm like, well, what just happened? Like, I didn't know what to think. I just heard a huge kaboom and a pop. And the top of that sucker exploded oh off. Oh. <laughs> Beer just goes everywhere in truck. my truck. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, what just happened? So I, I, and the weird thing was, I didn't know it was the beer at first. I had a Coca Cola in there from earlier, like a bottle. And I just, I just assumed it was that. So, like, I was looking, I was looking around and all of a sudden I look at my beer and it looks like a cup because the top of the can was gone. It was like, I had a cup of beer in my center, center council. So and it's open. I mean, that's open, Brody. open container. Open container. Yeah, you can I'm get thinking, in trouble I'm thinking getting arrested. I'm all the worst. They set so, you up. So like, I did a double take with it. You know, they sponsor us. They're good to us. I didn't want to like make a big deal but then i'm like you know what i don't know if i can drive all the way to sam's the three minute drive <laughs> with an open container so i take that open container back into the d hops and they they're looking at me like oh my gosh apparently it's never happened before <laughs> they they have never had that happen before according to them but either way it blew up the nice people at the hops Hooked it up, gave me a full extra – well, backtrack, and then we'll move on. 
they actually gave me one and it broke again. So then they had to fill up another one <laughs> and then another one after that. So then they ended up just giving me two to make up for the hassle. For the but, price of one, dude, 9. What, 9? It, was la- it was a lot of laughter. So we'll see how it Did takes. it make a huge mess? Oh, it all, oh yeah. All I, I had to wipe it up with the old shirt. Oh man! So your beer smells, or your truck smells truck like glory. Smells like beer. Yeah. The truck is now nine point nine percent alcohol. It's running at nine point nine percent alcohol. And the rest is gasoline. It is. <laughs> it was something else. <laughs> That's so funny. But you got a free beer out of it. it was br- the or two beers. I mean, two it's free it's, beers. It's the funny thing was, you were so like quickly to bust out of there. Oh, I was like man. looking. I'm like looking around. Like, this t- where's? Did you just see that? <laughs> no, no, you didn't. That's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Hops. They're, they They're treat the us best. well. They, uh, Very they good do. sponsors. Definitely the best we've ever had. They are awesome. And we're going to stick with it. So let's jump into it. NBA Finals was a couple nights ago. I mean, it was an excellent game. I don't know if you guys watched it, but I mean, the Warriors came back from down six with like three minutes left. But I mean, so I, I heard a stat mid, mid fourth quarter that there were zero lead changes going into this, this, into the fourth quarter, like there were zero changes in the fourth quarter in any game so far in the finals, which is absolutely insane. Uh, I don't like that personally. Like I'd rather go back and forth. Those are the more fun games. And this one kind of had it. Um, Warriors were up. They were up pretty big going into the fourth. And all of a sudden, Kawhi got hot. He scored 10 straight. And I think they were up six, let's say, three minutes ago. I don't know by any means. But in the meantime, you know, they – uh, Warriors came back and ended up winning 106 to 105. Um, Kevin Durant came back and Kevin Durant gets hurt again. And, you know, Kyle, I know the Warriors are, are, are kind of who you want to win. I mean, are they healthy enough to, to com- complete this comeback or is, do they just, you know, kill the party in Toronto that was going to happen? I don't know. I, that's such a good question. I, I think – the Kevin Durant question is such a – well, I mean, he's done now, so I guess we can rule that out now. I, yeah. Did you guys see the close-up of his Achilles going? I didn't. I heard I did. people talking oh, about it, boy. and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to look it up. That it's was, not like – yeah, it's per, I mean, it's, it's not like Kevin Ware or something like that, like watching a bone go through a right. leg, but you, you just – you see it give out. I mean, you see it. Um, I think Toronto's going to do it now. I, I mean, they, like, right? even if they, even if they don't survive in Oakland, um, they will certainly, they're going to have to, they're going to get to go back to Toronto and that's huge. I think so they, they only have to win one more game. I just don't see a way that they don't do that with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Do you think the Toronto fans would rather them win it in game seven? Like if they could guarantee a game seven victory, would they rather sacrifice game six just to win it at home? I, I kind of feel that way, right? I don't I think they're I would almost think they're too nervous. Yeah. Like, I, I, oh, I would they, oh, they're they're you, in a world you got a shot to to take like, Yeah, I mean from Toronto standpoint, if you got if you gotta come you know what I mean? Yeah. What is so funny? <laughs> you were just we, cutting we, out a we ton gotta, there, we gotta, but not a big deal. Like we'll try to cut it out, but if we don't, who cares? It's oh, it's in, my it's internet. Not the end of the world. It's my internet. Oh, boy. are you guys not? Are you guys not hearing the crickets behind you that are really loud? I don't. Kyle, how's Draymond been doing? 
Man, oh, that's a that's a fair question coming from a Michigan fan. Um, <laughs> not <laughs> not great. The last I, mean, I would say couple two to three games. Um, but the only thing else I would say, two things. He defended that last shot really well. I can't remember now if he actually blocked it. He might have actually blocked it. Um, and number two, they're not there right now without him. They're not when Durant wasn't in and he had the two triple doubles, I think, in a row. Um, yeah, that's kind of been his thing, man. I, this year he's been he's been either there or he's been not there, and that's yeah, yeah that's been an issue for sure. He does so much more than stat lines, though. Like he is, he I appreciate is, that. In a lot of ways, their heart and soul, and he's the one that just does it all. Really, I mean, you can't measure what he does. He's just kind of the piece of crap that everybody wants on their team in a lot of ways. Okay, that's that's strong verbiage, but yeah, it's fair though, right? Piece of crap. Well, I mean, he's he's an antagonizer. He's he's the red Arshan of oh, the the Bruins. You know? Like, yeah, if, if he doesn't play for your team or has gone to Michigan State, probably for me, I'd probably hate him too. It has nothing to do with the school for me that I dislike him. I just I, well, I'm not saying the school did it. I'm just saying there are guys from you know Michigan who are. Douchebags yeah. too. Who? Oh, yeah, you guys, no doubt. I probably like that. I don't, you know, for that reason. Yeah. yeah. But so I mean, I, I think we kind of all agree. Trav, you ever really said a whole lot. I mean, do you think? Do you think it's over, or or do you think you know like? I think I, it you, is over for gold. I think Golden State's winning. I think oh. it's over for Toronto. Whoa! I can't disagree with you, man. I mean, I think it is over for Toronto. They blew their chance. Like, let me just put this in perspective right now. Toronto had their moment. They, I know they're up still, and they they should have won last night. They two nights ago, they did not win. All right. Yeah. And so here's the deal: they have to now instead of celebrating in a parade in a day or two, they are having to go to Golden State. They have to go to California where they don't want to be. They have to go. They're not winning. They're not winning. In they won Cal- two already there. They're not going to win there. No. I, the, the emotions of the crowd, the team, it, and Golden State believes now. You're telling me I mean, how many times have they went on two-game winning streaks? Yeah. How many times have they lost two games in a row in this, in this three-year stretch? So Is it going to be easy without KD, though? I, I think it, did, did they win any titles without KD? One. Yes. Okay. So yeah, they won without but, him. But you make it sound so easy. You're it's like, not easy. It's not easy. But I just do not think they. I think it is. I think they blew their opportunity. Golden State's going to win at home. I, I'll tell you right now, they're going to win at home. I will take that bet. And then what's going to happen is they're going to go to they're going to go to Toronto, and Toronto's going to be pumped too. But if I had if I had to bet on a team in the NBA to win on the road to win the title. Is it not Golden State? No, yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, what did what did what did Thompson and Curry do? I think Curry had like thirty-one. Thompson had twenty-six. I mean, they're they're. I I can't disagree with you. I I can't. But the way I look at in that, I'm going to compare it to kind of what I'm what we're looking at in the NHL uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Um, I think Toronto is so similar to the St. Louis Blues that like as soon as you think that they're vulnerable. They're going to just – they don't 
give a flying F. They, they are going to find a way to just play their game and put all of the chaos behind them. Um, I, I, like I said, with, I think St. Louis is that exact team, and that's why I keep leaning towards them uh, in tonight's game, but we'll get into that. But I have, I, I have no reason to tell you that you're wrong and that Golden State's going to lose at, at home. But for some strange reason, I do think they are. I don't know what it is. I think it's the Kawhi Leonard doesn't give a crap feel. Um, they're a bunch of hardworking players, it just seems like. I don't know. I just – Oh, I like them. Toronto then? I'm sorry? You got Toronto then? You think Toronto's going to win at all? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the safe bet. That's kind of where I'm at. I have no reason to pick them other than – What's funny is I don't think it's a safe bet. <laughs> I don't either. Right? Maybe like, I shouldn't have like, said that. Like, but... Think about it. Like, I mean, they – Golden State has been the best odds all year. Even in the playoffs with Toronto having a better record, having home home court advantage, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, like but me, I think if KD is out, all those guys have to be on for the next couple of games. They all have to be on. But and, now, I, and I can't guarantee they won't, and that's the hard part. Here's is, a, sorry. Why, well, there's nothing in this world that tells me they're not going to be on. They're it, not going to all score 30 points. 100%. And on top of that, they've had this whole series that looming over your shoulder is Durant going to play. Yeah. And, and he is not playing now. Like, they know he's not going to be there. Like, I think in the back of their minds, they're still like, you know what? It's a leg injury. He's going to play. Or – Whatever they weren't sure, but now they're like, not only are they sure he's not playing, they're playing for him. So the whole table has shift shifted. Like, do basketball Durant's not really being play. a baby. He like like before like you know in the back. I don't know as a hockey player, maybe in the back of my mind, I would have been like, dude, come on, just play. play. Yeah, but now point. we know his Achilles is torn. Now they're not only know he's not there so they can just rule that out but they can also play for him because it is a sucky injury yeah yeah it is yeah i think Draymond's going to play an important part he's going to have to be the goon he, he, he absolutely has to he has to put another triple double together and he can't it can't be another 10 and 10 triple double or 10, 10 no 10 i think triple double. it has to be like a 20 20 points 10 assists, 10 rebound type of triple-double. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's – And the thing with him, know, too, is you got to – This is the first gotta, time the NBA Finals has been intriguing to me in a long time, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I sat and watched most of the, the game the other night, and, yeah, it's, it'll be exciting. And um, we'll, we'll see how – We'll see how it pays, plays out. Kyle, I apologize. Do you want to say something before we move on? No, I, I, I think to your point, I think it's got to be like 20-10-10 with four steals, three blocks. Yeah, it has to be like a, a triple-double 5-5 five, five type, type of performance. Yes, for, yeah, and that's kind of what he did, you know, those other two games. And it's like, that's what they need again. That, yeah. that's, what it, that's what it'll take. And really, you look at the games that the Warriors won – a lot of it was Cousins kind of came out of nowhere and had a very good game, you know, 12, 15 yeah. points. Um, he, he has to be one of those guys as well. So, 
you know, it, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Um, whenever someone has a chance to clinch a championship, I, I'm right there. And I, I'm glued to my my TV and, and excited. So, um, tonight we will all be very glued to our TVs, I hope, with, with Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, I, I think it's been a really fun series to watch. I don't know how much you guys have been able to watch, but um, really want to talk touch base a little bit on what's happened since our last episode. Um, game five, um, there was that controversial goal. I don't know if you guys saw it, but, you know, there was that trip by St. Louis. Uh, was it Bozak? And then, you know, the Bruins, Akar, Achari or whatever, you know, stayed on the ice looking for the call. And eventually uh, St. Louis scored to make it 2 nothing, pretty mid-third mid period, I think it was. Ended up being the game-winning goal. Um, did, did you guys see that? Did anybody see that? No. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to go on a, on a limb here and kind of talk a little bit about it. And you guys won't be able to argue with me. So this is going to be a lot of fun for me. Uh, I feel like I saw. We can argue with you. I feel like I saw a replay. I, I didn't I see it. The highlight. I didn't see it live. I saw the highlight. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyways, I, I watched the play. And that, that play happens a decent amount of times throughout the game. And I looked at it as a fair no call in a Stanley Cup final game that late in the game, one goal game. I thought it was a fair no call. And I was, I was 100% okay with it. But as soon as that puck goes in the net, that changes everybody's perspective on what was missed. And yeah, yeah. that's the culture we live in. Yeah. It was a hundred percent a missed call. You can't say that it wasn't a trip. It very well, um, you know, more times than not, it is. I did think there was a little embellishment. And, you know, Bruins fans are just losing their minds over it. They thought they got absolutely screwed. Um, and They're the worst. Yeah, oh, nobody likes them. But, the, I mean, the, the, really the way I looked at it was, yeah, the refs should get blamed for a no call. But the player that didn't get up, that was sitting there looking for a, a penalty, that didn't get up, didn't guard his man, who eventually was part of the goal. He didn't get the goal, but was part of it. You know, he's the one to blame for the goal. And, you know, you I, I think it was a, do you think it was a penalty though or not? I think it was enough to be a penalty, but I am a hundred percent okay with a no call in that situation. Sure, I was, it, it didn't really change a whole lot of the play. The way that, the way that I like to look at uh, hockey penalties is, and, and this is kind of what you're taught as a ref um, is if it creates a scoring chance, limits a scoring chance, or creates a turnover. Technically, yes, it created a turnover, but it was a poor dump to begin with. They were trying to clear anyways. It really – like, it It was a turnover, but it wasn't enough to – the play didn't – the penalty – the trip didn't affect the play enough to make it a blatant call is what everybody made it out to be. Sure. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, as a hockey, as a hockey player, and, you know, you kind of all – you stick you stick up for each other, so all the players are going to say the right thing. But I guarantee you, those players that are defending him and asking for those calls are going to him and be like, "Dude, get the hell up and finish the play." Like, yeah. you're not going to convince the ref to make a call. So, so one one thought on that though, yeah. if I can just jump in, yeah, is how many times do we complain in across all sports that the refs impact the game too much 
Yeah. And they're letting them play. And I and I think you have to in hockey. Like, like one thing about the Stanley Cup players that I love is they do let them play just a little bit more. And some people yeah. are like, well, they don't do that all year long. Well, it's it's different. Yeah. Am, am I right? No, I, I agree completely. And I would, I would always go towards a no call in those situations. Um, high six are obvious, you know. And, and I go back to the scoring chances. If it creates scoring chance, limits scoring chance, that's when you should be making those calls. Yeah. And I didn't think like, yeah, it led to a goal, but it had not. That play had absolutely nothing to do with the goal. What had something to do with the goal is the fact that that defenseman, or I think he's a defenseman. I guess it doesn't matter. But he didn't get up, go to the front of the net, and guard the guy that the pass was supposed to go to. He was too bent the about the. He was too bent yeah. about the pen. And yeah, I know he. Went to the locker room for "quote unquote" concussion protocol. I mean, give me a break. That was, it, that was all for show, and that <laughs> I, I heard so many people that don't know a lick about hockey giving opinions on national sports talks. They're just saying, "Oh, miss another missed call. Oh, this is bad for the NHL. This is no." I mean, if you know the inside of of hockey, you know that. The Boston Bruins were looking at their their teammate and be like, "Dude, what the hell are you doing? Get up and finish." We don't have time. We don't have the opportunity to just sit around for a play. I don't care if you're hurt. Get up. You have guys with broken legs playing. You have guys with broken jaws playing, and you can't get up because you think it's a penalty. Like again, got on my soapbox a little bit. That was something that bothered me. I wanted to, to let it out there. But anyways. <laughs> Uh, That's the other day, what's that? But how do you see that? How do you see this game going? How do you see Game Seven? Yeah, so let's let's get no. into that. Game Seven, you know, I think it was a couple episodes ago. I was actually bringing up a Game Seven that Trav and I went to, and I was like, "Man, <laughs> NHL! Like, I'd rather be on the road for Game Seven. No pressure. You're you don't you're not in a disadvantage at all, really anymore. And you can just go out there and play the game." What yeah. game seven were you at? Speaking of a throwback, this was a while ago. You mentioned it earlier. 2019, Red Wings lost to Pittsburgh. Or, yeah, 2009. <laughs> Today is 2019. I wish. 2009, 10 years ago. Yeah, jeez. Holy smokes. 10 years, 10 years ago, the Red Wings lost to Pittsburgh in game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals. Don't want to get into it anymore. That was enough. <laughs> I don't want to. We're, no. we're going to post a picture. Throwback Thursday in a couple of days. Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, so, game seven. I mean, obviously, you guys haven't been watching. So, we don't want to get into the X's and O's of of why the Blues will win, why Boston will win, any anything along those lines. So, let's just kind of move on and bring up kind of what we're – the next part is – I mean, Game 7, Stanley Cup Finals, Stanley Cup Playoffs in general, but Stanley Cup Finals, I mean, is there a better do-or-die do game in sports? No. No. I, I, I agree with you, Mike. I, I don't see anything. I think – I mean, Kyle, you're, you're, you're a little bit less of a hockey guy than us, so we're probably a little biased. I mean, yeah. what do you think? Do you think there is a better do-or-die game? With – with my less, yeah, with me being, I mean, yeah, 
No. The Stanley Cup Finals are the best Game 7 that there is. And I'll take that over the NBA, Major League Baseball, um, but anything. that It's just the excitement, the, the pace, the – passion everything I, I don't know I, I i would even put the playoffs i mean even like i said i haven't been able to watch a ton um this year generally it's tough to miss a lot of those games they the, just the, the speed with which they play everything else is just different and so you get the nba well the nba is the same it's not it, things don't really change in that you know, I, I wouldn't say there's the way I look at like an NBA game, game seven is obviously exciting, and there's a lot of passion, sure. a lot oh, of noise, and all that. But you still have, I mean, how, how long are quarters? 12 minutes, is that correct? 12 minutes, yep. So t- you have 24 minutes that absolutely do not matter, and then you have another 12 yeah. minutes that feel like somewhat matters, and then you have six minutes that could matter to really just get to the last six minutes of a game. And that's kind of where you keep it close. Yeah, yeah, just keep it close. As long as it's close, close. I mean, you're not going to miss anything. You're going to miss a three pointer here. You're going to miss a run here and there. I don't. There, there are a lot of people in this world that that love that and love cheering after, like once they go up two nothing, they absolutely love it and go nuts. And it's, yeah. it's exciting. It's like you know, just, just settle down a little bit. But and, and and that's kind of why why I put hockey above NBA in those is because. Every little thing matters in the game of hockey where a very simple mistake in the NBA could get – like that, that's erased in 20 seconds of actual playing time. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, I mean, one little mistake in hockey could be everything and you're absolutely done. Yeah. Trav, what do you think? I do think that game seven hockey, there's nothing like it. Like I love it. But I do think there's something to be said about baseball. And I I I think there's a few opportunities in baseball. One is is the what game one sixty-three. Yeah. To get into the playoffs. Like what a moment. You play a hundred and sixty-two games and somehow you're in a tie just to get into not only the playoffs, likely a one game playoff or or into the to, you want to win your division or whatever, but that game 163, I mean, we've been through it as Tigers fans. It's brutal, but um, in 09, right? Another, that's a terrible year. Yeah, I remember what year it was. I think it was 2009, right there with the Stanley Cup. I mean, that was a brutal year for us. I might be wrong, but either way, we, that game is, is something to be said about it. And I, I do, I still think that there's something about hockey, but what about a baseball game where you play 162 of them yeah. and it comes down to one? Yeah, and, and really the wild card games kind of comes into that as well. It is one game, do or die. And and don't get me wrong, I absolutely love watching those games. And game seven in, in MLB it is awesome as well. The, the one thing that I, the, the reason why, and I did think about this as well, is I would put MLB at at number two personally, but I put NHL ahead because MLB is a matchup game. It is one pitcher and one batter constantly. That's all you have, sure. and it is over and over and over again. And you don't have that that it, the moment just it feels different to me. It, it, where where every pitch isn't what's important anymore because. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know, I know. Every pitch is so important. 
Like, think of two, think of our, the year when we lost game 163 to the Twins in that pitch against Ange when he didn't. He did get hit. Right, what yeah. I'm saying. So, like, yeah. every pitch does matter, and I think that's what baseball is so intense. That moment of a game where there's – you're do or die, and there's a ball in the guy's hand, and there's a batter at the plate, and it all comes down to that. There is something to be said about that game. And you know what? I'm hoping Michigan yeah. is in a situation like that here in the College World Series. Yeah. And, and, Sorry to throw a loop Don't get me wrong. Oh, and I, and I hope I'm not demeaning baseball do-or-die games because those games I am glued to my TV and I enjoy every second of them. But the, the way – I don't know. I just and, – and it, it very well may be just my, my, my hockey bias getting in the way. But, I mean, it can happen so fast in the game of hockey. And that – and I guess it can happen fast in baseball, too, so I'm not really arguing one or the other here. But baseball is almost planned out. It feels that way, and it's, all, and it's matchups. Because, what do you mean planned out? Because you have well, your lineup. You have your thinking, Yeah, exactly. You have everything. Like, you know going into it what, what this person is going to be and what this person is going to be. And, like, all of these – you get through the heart of the order, and all of a sudden, all right, we're, we're a little bit more comfortable. We can – do lefty righty matchups and get through this inning and that inning and it's just but that's it, exactly you know, what I mean. Happen. It, it seems more. Like, it seems it seems and feels more calculated to me in a calculation that I can't comprehend. That, that calculation. Con- that calculation has baseball's been- all about analyzing. It yeah. is, but sometimes that doesn't go that way, and that's what's so exciting about it. No, it, like why the hell did they take Purcello out of the game in the sixth <laughs> inning? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. that, but, yeah. but at the same time, for that argument is. So, so go back to Game Seven of, of the World Series. I don't think it was last year. Two years ago, you Darvish, right? Yeah. Terrible start. Absolutely terrible. He let in like five runs in the first two innings. I was sitting in. I was assembling. Who knows what it was in in my my front room here. Um, and I I just remember it felt over after three innings because it was like five to nothing or something like that. And it was just all right. Well, I'm gonna sit here and listen, or I'm gonna sit here and watch and the inevitable is going to happen, and we ended up – the Dodgers ended up losing. Hockey, you don't, you don't get that as much because you don't get those all of a sudden 3 nothing after first. No, okay. And then, and then even when a team's up 3 nothing after the first, they better hope to God they get that, that next goal and make it 4 nothing because that three-goal lead's the worst in hockey. Like, it just, I don't know. It just feels different. It never feels over in hockey. And I agree. And I, and, I, and I don't fully disagree with you here. It's just a weird spot because I, I love game seven hockey, but I kind of disagree with your argument there. Like in hockey, like if, if there's a three goal lead with five minutes left, eight minutes left, like it's over. In baseball, three run lead with even an inning left is not over. You get two base runners, you are one pitch away from a tie game yeah mm. but the hard part is getting those two base runners it i mean is. i mean especially in those situations when when a manager is absolutely unloading okay. their bullpen and they have the matchup perfectly for them is it not easier no to get two what. base runners and three goals of five minutes left i i mean did you watch game seven of the san jose knights game that happened pretty dang quick it can. You're giving <laughs> one four. example. They score four. But you're giving but one I mean, example. No, How happens. many times have we gotten mad with the Tigers pulling two, three run leads with the bullpen that we have? Yeah. Well, it was because of Jimmy Smokes. Come on. That's a different story. Smokes. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm already getting the tingling in the pants thinking about the game tonight. 
and Trav, Trav just got a little nervous sitting next to me this close, but I cannot <laughs> wait for this game. And the best part is, awesome. is I have zero money on this game. Yeah, I have a zero rooting interest. I am going to sit back, drink a beer, and relax and watch a game seven for the Stanley Cup. I don't know That's the last nice. time that I've, I've done. Right. It. I, I I remember I think Carolina against Edmonton one year. Uh, obviously, the Red Wings in, in Pittsburgh. I mean, those are the only two that come to mind for the, for the Stanley Cup. And I wasn't able to relax through one of those. So, no. I am going to – talking, You're talking Red Wings, though, right? So, here was the question, right, right. That, that I wanted to put to you and Trav. We sit here and we're going to watch Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. The Red Wings didn't make the playoffs even. Correct. So – Three things. What are the top three things in no order necessarily unless you want to give them an order that are going to get the Red Wings back to either the playoffs or the Stanley Cup final or, or winning a champ, whatever you want to, however you want to quantify it. What, what three things got to happen do you think to, make, to put the Red Wings there? It's a great question. It's a hard one. It's hard. It is, and I don't know if I'd come with, like, full three things as yeah. much as Whatever. Yeah. creating just – my thing would be creating depth. Mm. You know, like, I think you have to have two very good lines that can score, a third line that is maybe dangerous or has a couple young guys that can maybe, you know, score here and there, somebody trying to make it, and some sort of, like – fourth line or grinder that's gonna help you get to that next level and 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 we're not close to that right now but I, I think that's where we have to get to like I think the wings or or any team if you look at teams that have won it like they have a superstar usually somebody who can bury the puck and they have two lines that can that can compete at a consistent level and bring production and you have somebody who's not willing or not afraid to get into a little scrum if need be. Yeah. yeah. Like so, the Red Wings of old. All right. So you want three things that, that I think the Red Wings should, should yeah. look for. Well, Tra- Trav, just, Trav just skirted the question. Um, but, yeah, that, yeah, three things. But, like, that's the point. Like, I get tra- what Trav was saying. That's absolutely. All right. So maybe I'm going to go a little more into. I, I might not answer it completely. Number one that I think Eiserman and the organization needs to have is patience. Ooh. 100% you have to be patient and let these players develop. I'm not oh, saying – That's great for us I, in Detroit I'm, Tigers world. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not uh. saying leave them in Grand Rapids <laughs> and let them develop. I'm saying <laughs> do not go out and do something stupid and try to build this team through free agency. That is no longer how you make a consistent team. Mm. And really, you're not only looking for a consistent – like, the 25-year the streaks are a thing in the past. Don't ever – Red Wings fans need to absolutely put that on the back burner and enjoy what they had. It, that's never going to happen again. What you need to do is you need to let these players develop and, and give them the NHL time that they deserve. And then as soon as they are ready – and you are paying somebody, let's say, $2 million, and he's scoring 30, 
40 goals a year or he's a complete shutdown defenseman at the cheap and all of those things and you find a random goalie, like, that's when you've got to do it. And that's when you buy. Like, it, it really comes down to a, a lot. Like, it, it comes down to being patient, but also having that room to buy when you're missing that one piece or two pieces. And so, number two. So, one, be patient. Two, Real quick, though. So you're, so, you're saying you're not – you won't grow through free agency. No. Or you, so, it's, so, it's through the draft more. Yes, 100%. It starts okay. with a draft yeah. and also yeah. just – you know, development. development is so big. And mm-hmm. I know Red Wings fans are probably sick of hearing that because how many times were we told that Nyquist is – Nyquist and Tatar are the next Zetterberg and Dotsu. No, that's, that's never going to happen. So mm-hmm. get that out of your head. What you need is you, – How do we find them? You can't. Like, you're not going to. So – it's just – it's a crapshoot. It is 100% a crapshoot. And so, to me, it comes down to scouting then. Like, and I hope that Eisenman brings some of his scouts. Well, he brought, he brought in Pat Verbeek. I, I haven't heard much more about, like, scouting and all that. It's got to play a big role. It, it has to. But at the same time, I think that the NHL has caught up with, with the Red Wings. I mean, the Red Wings were very good at scouting and way above their – like, way ahead of their time with it. And, and everybody else has caught up with that. And you basically just need to find the players that aren't necessarily the big name players that that pan out and and can start putting in the twenty to thirty goals. Like that's that, that's really what the Red Wings are missing is a lot. Is yeah, you had Larkin in in Athanasiu with thirty goals plus. You had uh, Mantha with I think he got to twenty five, but he also missed like seventeen games or something like that. So he's I, I think prorated to right around 30 goals. Like, you have your three 30-goal scores, but then it's a massive drop-off. you got to have mm-hmm. you got to have 10, 10 players with 15 to 20, 23 goals. Like, that's what you need, and that's what the Red Wings don't have is a massive drop-off. You don't have that. So they also need that. That wasn't going to be my number two. My number two is going to be a, a legitimate goalie. Howard, love what he's done for the organization. I don't trust that guy. In a big game, I don't trust that guy to lead this team. He's not worth playoffs. the money, and he's not worth the money. But I mean, there's really nothing else they could do this year for, for a goal goaltender wise. So I get it, but you're never going to you're never going to win with Howard. And I know there are a lot of people that will disagree. And my buddy Timmy's probably rolling around getting ready to text me here because he disagrees. He likes Howard. But, Back to your previous point, though, how do we find all those re- those quote rejects that Vegas took in? Well, you know, you know what? Where the Red Wings are running into problems is they're overpaying for eight to twelve goal guys. They are way overpaying for eight to twelve goal guys and bad defensemen. <laughs> They're overpaying for bad defensemen as well. I mean, you, so in a nutshell, in a, in a nutshell, I'm saying you got to get goal scorers, defensemen, and a goalie. I mean, that, that's basically I mean, kinda, those are my three things. You're kind of so, scared. I think that's I think that's hockey. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I'm not really telling you anything. Are we but, that far away? Like that? We're oh yeah, we're we're far away. If cap didn't matter, deals didn't matter, which defenseman would you keep? 
I, I, I love Chalowski. I, I think he got the raw end of the deal going back to the Griffins. I do not think he deserved that. I love I what I see with Heronic. Um, so, so we're building. We're building. We're yeah, building. There's a good block. But, but, but yeah, what thanks. are they going to be? What is their what is their ceiling? That is what we don't know. And what, what, it, it's it's a it's a hope game. You have to hope that these all these guys all of a sudden hit their ceiling all at the same time. Right. But that's what you I don't want to see is what we just we're seeing right now on a daily basis with the Tigers. And that is straight up boringness. <laughs> you, you, you're I not don't know if I can go I don't know if I can go through another year you, of terrible sports. You're not going to see that with the Red Wings because you're not going to see that in the NHL. There is not right. like Red Wings I think were the fourth worst team in the NHL. And they they went on some runs and they beat some they really good teams and they battled very hard. They had so some does very that not give you some optimism though? It does, but then I just I keep going just get in. I keep going back to overpaying for bad defensemen and overpaying for 10 10 goal a year guys. That's what I don't like. Yeah. And until those deals start expiring and you can, you know, bring in, you know, Let's say Zadina turns out to be good, and let's say Larkin continues to progress. Mantha or Athanasiu, one of those guys. Real like let's. I don't want to get too in, too much into it. Eiserman, like I I think he has a really big choice here, and I and I'm going to tell you how you speed up this rebuild right now. I'm going to tell you. Oh, oh boy! I just, going in the pants. Speed it, yeah, speeding wow. it up, but also. At the same time, being patient and smart. I think Eisenman needs to make a decision before the draft which way he's going to go. And what I mean by that is you have Mantha and Athanasius both both going on to the last last year of their deal, right? Both getting, I want to say, I think one's 3.8, one's 4. I think Mantha's the one getting 4. Doesn't matter. They're both due for a new deal. You are not going to re-sign both of them. I don't believe. And yeah, and Eisenman, you Eisenman go, needs you to go double A. Eisenman needs ooh, oh that, wait, what? What? Yeah, and I look you say he, he thinks he they need to go double A. Like Athens is the choice. I think Eisenman needs to choose between Mantha and double A and get something for the one that he chooses to ooh. move on from. How is double A not the best choice? Sorry, but I, I think you were going off. But. I, I think Anthony Sioux already reached his ceiling with thirty goals. Thirty. I would agree. Why, was. dude? Why? He can fly. Yeah. And so score. could Helm. So yeah, could Helm. Helm couldn't eight finish years like ago. he double A kid. When did Helm ever get near twenty thirty? No, goals? but he he was injury. Prone. No. When did he ever but, get near twenty thirty? No, goals? no. He he never did. And, and you're right. I am right. But, I'm a hundred percent right. But I will not even. Mantha, a, dude. <laughs> I, I look at I look at Athanasiu is is he's not a centerman. He's a wing, and I, I've heard people argue that he played well as a centerman. No, he's I not agree. a centerman. He's a winger. I agree with you. And he'll be solid, but like, dude, he can fly. He's a, he can fly, but the whole NHL can fly, and the yeah, NHL is going to be able to fly, fly two past years from the NHL. Now. The NHL will <laughs> catch up with him even more, like. 
So don't don't get me wrong. I love Anthony Steve. I think like his speed is so much fun to watch. Oh. I absolutely love it. But I think his but his he, ceiling he, he's he's his hell. ceiling was reached with thirty goals. Okay. Are you, are you mad about thirty goals? No. But I think are Manta, you mad about thirty goals? No, I'm not mad about thirty goals. So then why but would you not take? This is his ceiling. So he's not he, going to reach. Drops to twenty to twenty five. If he reaches a twenty twenty five and he's one of our better players, let's say he gets a. Uh, a raise to $5.5 million. So, okay. yeah, yeah, you're right. 30 goals, 20, 25-ish goals is great at $3.875 million a year. But when he gets that raise to $6.5 million a year, that's plays better not defense? enough. I don't care about defense. If you're a winger – Manta I, doesn't play anything. He's not supposed to. He's a winger. Yeah, but he can still occasionally back check. <laughs> he does bet, dude. See, and that, that's oh. where I think Manta gets a, a short end of the, of the stick. Like, I think that dude can play. And I think he's a very good hockey player. And I, I with the right players around him, I could see him being I agree. a 40 goal scorer. I agree. 40 I, goals. I do not disagree with that. And that part, I would take a 40 goal scorer that can't play a like, both then. Because you're... you can't afford it. And you had to choose one way or the other. One reason I would I, choose Manta. But that, but hold on, hold on. So it's not only. Like, so yeah. If you can resign them, perfect. That that would be that'd be the great thing. But if you're not going to resign them, why not get full value before the draft now? Like, Anthony C. U. had 30 goals, right? So 30, what are we going to get? 30 plus goals. That? I don't know. He got, he got 30 plus goals, and people are pretty high on him. His speed's there. He'd play great with like a Connor McDavid, or he would play great with anybody with speed. Let's say McKinnon or something like something along those lines. For sure. I, I don't know who you can trade him for. It doesn't matter what team. He's gonna score wherever he go. He can score, flat out score. Athanasio? Both. But Mantha but, can flat. But, Sorry, but I'm Mantha. He so he had twenty five ish goals. Play. He had a very good year. He's tough. He's big. He's strong. I, like I love him. that about him. He yeah. had an unbelievable world. He, I, Unbelievable. I, I forget his final stats, but he was absolutely dominating, and that was a very good world. So there was a lot of talent yeah, in, so the, confidence is in that thing. So his confidence is through the roof, but it's all his stock is through the roof as well. And that's where I look at Eisman. It's like, dude, find somebody that's, let's say, three steps ahead of us that is willing to give up Their first round. Two, two years from now, like a talent, a, a absolute talent two years from now, one or two guys or a draft pick or two, to to take them now before we have to negotiate with them before we have to trade them and not only do I think I I personally would lean towards keeping Mantha and, and going in that direction but Ethnicio already had a holdout and he already had that friction with the team yeah. so just get rid of them before before anything else can happen anything more right. bad can happen Kyle is this I, wanted <laughs> this 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 is this is my Graceland. <laughs> when you and Trevor arguing is my favorite part. But we're arguing the same things, and we both want yeah. this. We no, both want this team all, to yeah. succeed. And it, I, I, Sam, Sam, I agree with. I you. just I, wish we would have got number one pick. Be, oh yeah, that just oh, oh. two. I wanted number two. Why? Couple, couple. I think it, Are you serious? It's gonna be tough what to sign both. Champ. Sorry, go ahead, Kyle. Trevor's still just badgering. Sorry, I was. It's just. <laughs> I think it's going to be tough to sign both. I kind of agree with you, Sam. Like, um, boy, I don't know which one's better than the other, but it's going to be tough it, to sign. 
It feels like a direction. But what it that, feels like a direction. What it's, is the rebuild then? What do you mean? What's like? I'm sick and tired of bringing guys up like that. In all of our sports that we have, it seems, why like, like why are we getting rid of players that? Because we're supposed not to be close. part of what we're doing. Because we're not close. And that's the way it works. These guys are – I'm sorry that they were drafted two years earlier than you wanted, Trav. I apologize. <laughs> it's just the way that it works, man. Classic. I, I get that. But, like, we need to find a way. No. I, like, who are we building around? It's the same thing with the Tigers. Like, they're, they're, it's the, the same Wings, thing. The Red Wings are 100% building around Larkin. Okay, are you good with that, Mister? Don't like Larkin. I do like Larkin. <laughs> like, all right, because I, I am wearing a beer for another hour. Yeah, I hold am. on, hold on. One thing I think you guys are overlooking between Athanasio and Mantha though is leadership. Athanasio, in my opinion, has zero leadership. I think Mantha has a lot more leadership. Yeah, and Lark- know, it- Larkin's leadership isn't going to just carry the team like. Steve Eiserman did. He, even though we think he's gonna or we want him to, it's not gonna happen. There's gonna be multiple different leaders on this team moving forward. And I think Mantha can be one of them. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think he'll ever get to the point where he wears a letter by any means. But when someone's scoring 35 to 40 goals a year, yeah, he becomes a leader to a certain yeah. extent. And yeah, maybe not letter wearing, but you know what I mean. I'm just talking between Double A and Manta. I I think Double A has zero leadership compared yeah. to Manta. It, it, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to see when you're when you're not that in. Stuff is important too. Yeah, it is important, and it's hard to say when you're not in the locker room. You don't know, like we don't know who's who's talking. We don't know. Who's saying what? I, I get what you're saying. Like from from what we see on the ice, Athanasiu does does seem a little bit more about himself. Where Mantha will stand up for a teammate or drop the gloves and break a wrist or or whatever he does multiple times a year. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's easier for Mantha because he he has that size and that's kind of more a role that he plays, but. I, I don't see either of them being a letter-bearing player in, in the near future, if ever, on the Detroit agree. Red Wings. So totally agree. It's I, I look at it as style of play. Um, wh- wh- which way is this team going to go? Are you going to be all about speed? Are you going to be all about size? From what the draft has told us, the Red Wings have been more about size. Now, we have a new – front office is that going to change I, I don't know well whatever it leads to it, it'll be interesting but I, I look at it as Iserman has an opportunity with these two guys going into expiring deals as an opportunity to kind of speed up the process by also being patient and not going out and overpaying somebody but bringing in a younger guy that you can get on the cheap for, let's say, Athanasi or Amantha. Whatever whatever he decides, he decides, and I will support. But I look at it, again, as an opportunity. It's in front of you. You don't have a lot of assets. You don't have a lot of trade chips. You didn't last year. You won't next year. But 
those are the two that I look at as, as, as a great opportunity to move for future assets, if that makes sense. So, yeah. So Kyle, you said three things and I think that meant 30 minutes, right? <laughs> so No, I did. Yeah. 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 Anytime I ask a question, it's just either to ups, number one, upset Sam. Or number two, it's to get Trav and Sam to fight about something. <laughs> and we're still sitting closer than ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's good yeah. stuff. We still got a little love. too close. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have a little fun. We talked about the kind of the, some some things that are going on right now. Not a whole lot, you know. Detroit, Detroit sports related. It was a good discussion about the Red Wings. You know, Stanley Cup sure. is fun. NBA is fun. We'll get into more of the draft. You know drafts and off-season outlooks, what we want to see, what we think is going to happen, all of those good things uh, as, as the seasons wind down and we get a little bit closer to free agency and draft time. But what, I want to have – When's the NHL draft? Uh, I, I believe in July, mid-July is, is my guess. I don't have that off the top of my head. But free agency is always July 1st. So um, that's really – I even though the Red Wings – I don't want them to be signing people. I will still be glued to my NHL trade. Oh, it's in June. NHL trade. Thank you, Trav. The NHL entry draft is June 21st and June 22nd. So that's actually coming up. Woo, that's coming up quick. Is it? There we go. 10 days. Next week, draft yes. show. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of Anticlimatic. But, but, but then free agency is July 1st. I think. NBA just changed it to June thirty or thirty first, whatever they they changed it. Who knows why? But they just love the drama. But anyway, yeah, you know, it's we'll have all that coming up here in the next episode or two. We're gonna have some fun talking about what what we want to see now that the seasons will be officially over and we can start looking ahead because it's it's hard when you still got games being played and championships to be won and whatnot. But we're gonna yeah, have a little bit of fun that are not ours. So, um, we're going to talk about, you know, our favorite type of beer. We're not talking about, you know, our, our favorite brand when we're looking into like founders or IPA or juicy IPA, no styles, anything like that. What I want to get into is our favorite type of beer that just absolutely tastes the best. So, so like when I'm talking about favorite type of beer, I'm thinking, you know, you get, like we talked last week, getting off the lawnmower. I'm going to drink a nice cold beer, you know, uh, wedding reception. Uh, after softball, we go and have beers. Like those taste so good. good. Is, yeah. is there a beer that just no matter what beer you're drinking at it, a certain moment, at a certain moment in time, it just always tastes good. Mike, does anything come to mind to you? Absolutely. The second I clock out at work, work as a beer fridge and it could be the crappiest beer but it tastes so darn good so you put the, in a nice hard day's work so the punch out the beer. work, the work beer. beer the punch out beer the there we go beer. wait a yeah. minute you have a punch what out what a great beer? beer sure i need to get you don't that have a punch out beer at school <laughs> no i wish <laughs> sam sam one of mine was similar it was Basically, the conference room beer, which just went. Oh, and we had the conference room you, beer. <laughs> oh, 
So we're drinking Miller High Life. We're drinking Miller High Life, courtesy of oh. It tasted like the best beer I've ever had in my life. Oh, man. That was one of the funniest. So it, it, we haven't kind of gotten into our, our backstory, but Kyle and I, our, our companies work together a little bit. And uh, Kyle and I are lucky enough to work together when we work, when our companies work together. Uh, and one of these days, I think it was right around Thanksgiving, if that makes like it just rings a bell because I, yeah, yep. but my grandpa's favorite beer, he doesn't drink a whole lot of beer, but it's Miller highlights. So I bought a 12 pack of Miller high life beers and brought it to Thanksgiving for my grandpa to drink. And me and him had a beer together. Only one probably because that's just the way it works. But so I had all these Miller lights or Miller high lifes and yes. I got out of work early and I was just like, all right, what the heck am I going to do? The kids are being watched by my mom. There's no reason to go wake them up during nap time, bring them home, and all no. that good stuff. So I, I text Kyle. I'm like, all right, dude, what are you doing right now? And he's like, I'm just cleaning up, you know, working around the office. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm coming over. So I load <laughs> up this cooler of, I think, how many beers do we have? Probably eight Miller Highlights. I threw them in my Tiger's cooler, bring them on over, throw a bunch of ice in it, and we just sat there and just talked and Drink some, yeah, we drank, Miller yeah. drank some Miller Highlights. Drank some Miller Highlights. Yeah. It was more than eight because remember, like, other guys from the shop were watching. <laughs> hey, we had some wanderers coming in, didn't yeah. we? Yes. And, and, like, Chuck Chuck is like, hey, I'm punching out for the day. I'm like, sounds good, man. You want a beer? Like, he's like, yes, I do. Like, <laughs> what do like, you do? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the office beer is always a good one. The Trap, is there one? One that yeah. sounds – I mean, I'm sure your your brain goes right to end of school year beer, but is there something oh, else that you – End of school year would be an easy choice. But there is a – there's a beer that I love, and I regret even saying this because it's not a Michigan beer, but it's a winter solstice, it's called. And when you get into, like – my brother-in-law and I have always, like, since I was legal to drink, about 21, have had this beer, winter solstice out of – um uh anderson brewing company in california okay so michigan beers you need to create something similar and i'm telling you it just something about like november so it's it, on the winter solstice day i have no idea about that but i'll tell you right now that it is glorious did trev understand the, the topic no trev missed the boat on this one <laughs> trev, am i missing trev, <laughs> trev, trev with a big I'm talking about mix. like when you like a beer, dying. Micah is dying. <laughs> I mean, I'm confused. We're talking about like the time you get to drink that beer. Exactly. The time so when you it gets drink cold. it on the winter solstice. No, when it gets cold about November. <laughs> oh, like cold outside. Yes. Oh. I'm thinking like cold. You guys gotcha. suck. Cold. Did anybody else think he was talking about like the name of a beer? Oh, yes. no. No, okay. When That's it's what cold, I was saying. Okay, when, when it gets cold, cold I, there's a beer called Winter Solstice. You know, I want summer beer, like Juicy IPAs or, you yeah. know, like Summer Shandy or whatever. Great. Yeah. When I get into winter, it, it's like my transition to, like, darker beers. You guys suck. <laughs> you know what? I'm not, giving, walk off, I'm not giving you any he's of not. my Winter Solstice next year, which he's are, walk. like, $4 a can. <laughs> We're going to have a Winter Solstice. Uh, <laughs> episode, episode again. <laughs> F you guys. <laughs> it didn't, you didn't explain it well, but it's okay. How? Maybe Sam, I hope our listeners yeah. got it because I sure as hell didn't. 
Sam is like, oh, we need I guess the, the, the <laughs> way the way I look at it, fine. Like, my favorite, no, like the way I want it, Trev. This is what <sighs> right now. The way I looked at it was like, you know, one more beer, vacation, stadium, <laughs> yeah, cold beer, cold beer. So it's a, it, nope, like cold when it gets outside. cold, I want a beer called winter cold solstice. outside. So November beer. Yeah, it would be what I said. All right, I didn't miss that. <laughs> but anyway, so well, you know the, the way my brain goes is like you know, you know, I already said like last day of school beer, wedding reception beer, um, boat beer, golf course. Oh beer. I mean, does that make sense? Hold Trent? on, none of this makes sense. First of all, <laughs> wedding reception beer. Yeah, like you're just drinking a beer at a you're wedding. You're not reception. drinking no wedding reception beer. You're drunk at a wedding reception. Yeah. Right. And that's the first point. beer. And those beers Cross. just taste so good. What's the next one? The no, Trey. Uh, Micah just fell over. I think Micah <laughs> fell over. Micah, you're right, buddy. It's like room. <laughs> bush like because that's all yeah. people were bringing. No, we're not talking about like we're not talking about the actual beer. Like, when does a beer just taste the best? No matter what. That's a, that's <laughs> That's the question. It always yeah. tastes good. I know, but when does it taste the best, Trav? When does like you hot dogs beer or golf course beer? <laughs> like, like, That's a true question. No, like what? Like when do those beers? Did, oh, what do you mean though? Like, like they're both. <laughs> I know that they are all one and the same, but like. So okay, pod, okay, podcast beer. Podcast I'm beer drinking, is excellent. I'm drinking a no, 9.8. No, we're not talking about. We're not talking about the beer or a golf not, course beer. I'm drinking. We're not, I don't care 1. what 3. you're drinking. I don't care. <laughs> Why don't you want to know? When does it just? When do you? When are you the most satisfied with your beer? Like, <laughs> what is your favorite type of beer drink? Is it, is it lawn chair beer? Is it camping beer? Is it on the golf course beer? Lawnmower beer. Lawnmower beer. You you answer and then I'll right. I'll think so about it. So for me, I go back to when I was <clears throat> 21 years old and I had my first beer ever. Um, I I'll never forget this, and and our buddy Joe would will, will remember this day just as clear as I will. I I used to not like beer; it was never my go-to, and I had one of my first men's league games right out of my 20s, so I was 21. Exactly, 21 years old. Legal. Legal. I was legal. And I finished up a hockey game, probably scored, you know, three goals, six assists, and the men's league game. Not Nine a big goals. deal. That's just the way I roll. Bragging <laughs> camp. <laughs> right. No, so I just remember, I'll never forget this, dude. I sit down in the locker room after a game, and these guys, older, probably our age now, <laughs> I mean, they were older to me then, but. They handed me this bush light, and I was like, oh, I don't like beer. Just drink it, they said. So I cracked that thing open, and it absolutely changed my life. Just like water at that point. It just tasted so much like water, but it was the coldest, most refreshing beer oh, yeah. I've ever had. And, and that's where I kind of go to is locker room beer. Like, locker room beer is amazing. Locker room beer just tastes – so you're getting it now. Yeah, yeah. Your first two or three, you're like, I didn't even taste that nasty yeah, beer I just drank. Taste it unbelievable. So good. I'm starting to get it. Yeah. So <laughs> – we got there, guys. We got there. I still don't fully get this. <laughs> so, this topic's terrible. <laughs> so, Kyle, Kyle, would you? 
Three out of the four of us got it. Yeah. So, Kyle, you, is yours office beer, or is there one that stands out to you a little bit different? I still don't get it. Some, sometimes when the weather starts to get warm, <laughs> and then the weather is warm, and it's the summer solstice. <laughs> oh, uh, suck it, dude. <laughs> what is wrong with having a winter solstice when the, when the weather gets cold? No, there, there's nothing wrong with it. Just no. say you like having a beer when it's cold. Treads. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Taking a picture of you guys right now. So what what I really want to do here is, is I want us to agree on on three types of beer. Uh, my other here's my other big one. Yeah, other big go ahead, one Kyle. Is is so when I go on vacation, like I, I'm not a big beach guy. I struggle with the beach. I don't like yeah. all the sand. I hate sand. I'm pool. I'm a pool guy. Pool beer is unbelievable. Pool beer is What is good. pool beer? It just means you're drinking a pee beer oh at the pool. <laughs> what just you're happened? Beer at the pool and you're just relaxing and having a good time. Yeah, it doesn't matter what flavor. It doesn't matter what style. Doesn't brand. doesn't matter what brand. He said, what is pool <laughs> All I'm saying to you is, like, this is common sense. Like, beer anywhere you would agree. is good. I didn't think this would be so difficult. <laughs> oh, fine. I thought we all got it. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Keep going. <laughs> so pool beer. <laughs> so pool beer is is your go-to. Like you just love having a beer sitting around the pool, either in the pool floating, or sitting around in the pool floating, or by the pool with the, you know the kids are playing and you're just like, oh, it's eighty degrees. It's sunny. It's hot. It's you know, yeah. Pool beer okay. here. You get it now? Yeah. I, <laughs> He's so mad. He's so <laughs> mad at me. Like, come on, Kyle. Like, you're telling me kids running around the pool, shit's getting crazy. You got you got kids running around. You got the wife there. It's hot. The pool's nice. And you're telling me that you have to have a sus, sus, specific, <laughs> specific kind of beer. No, it's not about the kind of beer. Okay. Just when oh, you sit and enjoy a like beer. When you need a beer. When you need a beer when you want a beer. When you just oh. love that beer. I mean, I think we can all agree free beer is always the best beer. That's I thought you guys were talking Don't like complain about free beer. Certain no, type of flavors and stuff. No, I, oh. I specifically said we're not talking about style. We're not talking about brand. Missed <laughs> it. Missed it. All right. So, so – let me retract. <laughs> All right. Missed Trav's it as an understatement. Trav's going to give his now. All right. Yes. When With, is your favorite beer? When? After a psycho parent emails me. <laughs> That's perfect. There we go. I don't care what they give me. Yeah. It just, the beer tastes. I, they had me natty light. It, it tastes, tastes so good, good when it touches your lips. Just need it. Yeah. Like, when a parent emails me something so stupid, like, like my daughter wants to know why um, she has to turn in this certain project and what time she has to turn this in at. And this is my question. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> First of all, your daughter could ask this question. She's 18 years old. That's now, where's my beer? 
Yeah, like that's, <laughs> that's when I need to yeah, finally get the yeah, top. We got him there. It took me I think I think Micah just hit it on the head. It's it's when you're in situations where you say, Where's my beer? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yes. Like, what you know, I need it. It doesn't have to be like uh, the, I'm sorry the, I blew like, this. No, guys, it's but, no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> like it, it can be uh, where's my beer? Or it can be Ah, uh, where's my beer? No, for sure. Yeah, it can go both ways. It can be <laughs> both, so many both, different reasons. Yeah. Sometimes like, you like need me, a beer. I, I personally love wedding receptions. And as soon as I get that first beer in me, I'm just like, I'm ready to go. Like, He's I'm excited. I'm having a good time. Dancing. I'm dancing. <laughs> I'm singing. And nobody wants to see that or hear that. No. But I don't care because I'm drinking free beer at a wedding reception. And that's just, yeah. that's, that's one of my go-tos. My my favorite beer is locker room beer. Micah, yours was punch out beer. Kyle's beer. yours was pool beer. Pool. Trav's pool beer. was email stress beer. Cheers. So what I want to do Sorry and, and that, guys. Ike, Trav, much I love you, and I'm so glad that <laughs> I finally got to our level of beer Confu- enthusiasm. I wish I would have paid more attention to the I think what what we should plan. do is is Micah, if if you're if you're able to do this, hopefully tonight, maybe tomorrow. Create a Twitter poll, and I want you to have three options of uh, punch-out beer, uh, or end of yes. end of workday beer, whatever, however you want to word it. I want to yeah. do pool Stress beer, pool slash uh, beach beer, or something along those lines, so we can kind of yeah. get into both. I know Trav's like stress beer. I don't know what do you call it? Crazy parent beer? I don't. But I just I don't think enough people will relate to it. Oh. So what I'm gonna if do you, is like if you hashtag teacher problems, <laughs> teachers. <laughs> if you hashtag so, all that, that might increase. So our- what I want to do is find a third option that we can put on the Twitter poll. I think you get four on the Twitter. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I want to find a third. I want to agree on a third. We'll get it out there. But I also want the fourth one to be other, and I want people to comment on what their favorite beer is. Like, I like it. But not, I do think the sure. winner needs to be against mine. The winner, the winter, or no, winner? the winner, and then I'll, then I will uh, promote that to all teachers. Winter, to win. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, get your t- teachers involved and have them comment and oh, yeah. hashtag teachers life, whatever you called it. So we're gonna get a Twitter poll up there. I think we got two of them already. Should we just go with mine with like locker room beer, or, oh. or is that not a good one? Maybe we could do. I'll vote for that. End of day beer, post workout beer. I like the post workout. Yeah. What do you guys think? Locker room is tough, and I feel like so many people don't play like sports true. that require them to go into a locker room. Like that's true. Um, we'll figure it out and we'll get it out there. I want you guys to, to vote on it. I want you guys to um, comment on it. Like, tell us what, what we're missing because I know we've missed a lot. There's a lot out there. Um, so, speaking Can of I beer, just say this? So, yeah, yeah. Real, so. quick, real quick, before we go into uh, beer grades and stuff like that, the best part about this entire episode while, um, <laughs> while Trav and Sam have been arguing about the Red Wings and then Trav with a big swing and a miss about <laughs> the beer, how we do beers, is that maybe you guys missed. <laughs> <laughs> you were all wrong with the topic. You nailed it. <laughs> but it's that Sam and Trav are sharing earbuds right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jim and Pam. <laughs> outside. You're sitting with- outside, and if, if you guys could see what we could see, 
Uh, they're sharing. They're sitting right next to each other, sharing earbuds, and it's been a real delight to watch that happen. <laughs> Not to mention that, but the frogs. The frogs have been reckless. <laughs> the frogs are. <laughs> There are some frogs like I don't know if they're mating calls or if that's just what they do for fun, but there's a lot of wow. a lot going on out there. <laughs> what do I do? Frogs. Oh, that was good. Frogs are loud. Frogs are loud. The frogs and the right, crickets. Sorry. It's not. Cr- I didn't mean to. No, you're good. The crickets aren't because we're boring. It's because we're outside. It's good. Well, yeah, they're talking to us because we're awesome. Yeah, exactly. They told me. So, speaking of awesome, Trav, tell us about your beer. Give us a grade. Gosh. (laughs) So, I got the bearded Belgian. I don't know how to grade it. Like, do I grade it on performance? Oh, I feel like like you – so, you got one that you paid for (laughs) and one that was free. I think the free one's a 10. Oh, yeah. The free one's a 10. 10. (laughs) 10. Like, hands down. The The one one. that exploded in my (laughs) – Frog is a zero. Yeah, zero. <laughs> then where's so the one you, that you, you average it out? For drink? I'll tell you what, it's pretty good. And it the fucking thing is our waitress hated it. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna go like a seven three. Seven three I really yeah. like it. It's a good taste. It's smooth. It's nice. For a nine point three, you don't taste the nine point three mm-hmm. in it. 9.1, 9, 9.9. 9.9. Wayne Gretzky. Holy cow. 9.9. And it tastes good. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go right now with a 7-3. 7-3. You went 7-3. Micah, remind everybody what you were drinking and give everybody a grade. I was drinking Voyager from Arvon Brewing Company of Granville, Michigan. Uh 7.5%. I would give it a Solid. I'd do a solid 8.0. 8.0. Nice. All right. That's a good beer. Yeah, I, that, that one's interesting. I'm, I'm going to we'll have to keep tabs on if they find a place to have a tap room and all that good stuff because I, I taste a little bit of it, and that, that was a good beer. So For sure. If, if they have any others that are that, are that good, they, they could make some money, and some of it will be mine. So, Kyle. What's up, buddy? Hoptronics. Hoptronics. I, you know, double India pale ale, which I'm not actually super normally keen on. Uh, this beer is an 8.8. This, this is a really good beer. Um, it's not too hoppy. It drink, you drink easy. Um, I think this is 9.0 on, on by content. So um, I, re- I really liked it. I did. So, yeah, 8.8. Very good, very good. So, to remind everybody, I had Shorts Brewing Company, uh, Huma Lupa Licious. It's an India Pale Ale, uh, a complex hop and malt theme park in your mouth. It is a 7.7 alcohol per volume. Uh, Yeah, brewed in Elk Rapids, Michigan, which if you haven't been to Elk Rapids, it, it... that place is a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy that place. Uh, Andrew and I went there because we can't afford Traverse City yet, but we're getting there. Um, so we go to Elk Rapids. <laughs> um, we're too busy spending money on pergolas and gazebos and stuff. <laughs> um, 
You have a pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was here when we bought the house. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, you know, there's no uh, water in it, but yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Okay, water's not free. Um, I, I I'm a really big fan of this. Um, I, I'm not even sure if it's an IPA, but it has like enough going on that that makes me feel like it it could be considered an IPA. I know it's an India Pale Ale, but I I would give this a pretty good grade. It's not my my typical. New England IPA that I love, but I, I think it's a solid eight three. I, I'm a I'm a really good thank you, Christina, for, for that's good too. To me. I have a few more to to shove in the fridge and here's what's gonna happen. Sam and I I'm gonna have one of these tonight and I'm gonna give a Facebook message like you did to mine. <laughs> yes. And then I'm gonna let you guys know. Yeah, so uh obviously what I was doing was just trying to be fun. I think I was a little too harsh. I was obviously just just joking around, had a had a few too many on her, her Facebook page. But if you guys ever like wander into a, a brewery or, or any restaurant and you see one of the, the beers we graded, you just do a fun little grade and, and send it to us. Uh, I know we have another one that we're going to post here shortly um, that somebody sent us. Uh, good stuff. You know, just, just have fun with it. If, if you ever, Kyle, Tr- Micah, Trav, if you guys ever wander into one, and you want to do a Facebook Live or something like that? It, it's it's fun stuff. So uh, didn't your mom do one? Yeah, that was the one I was going to post, but I wasn't going to tell everybody it was my mom. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh well, now the cat. I think we, back. I think, I think we need suggestions. We need suggestions. Yeah, and, and if you guys have a beer that you want us to 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 give a shot, like let us know. Send us a send us a little shout out of of what we want. Yeah. Uh, we'll try. If you want us to try? We'll, we'll give it a shot. We're, we're running out of options. No, we're definitely not running out of options. But <laughs> we'll, we're always open for suggestions, and we we love trying new beers. Personally, I am really looking forward to this winter solstice. Yes, the winter. Same here. Same, same here. <laughs> so that was that was everybody, right? Everybody gave out their grades. We had a good time. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Good. Great Good stuff. Micah, I see you on your phone. You better be posting hey. the State of My Sports Instagram or something like that. Close us out. We're doing stuff. Close us out, though. State of My Sports, right? Yeah. Let's go freaking blue. Yes. Michigan, home, Michigan baseball, like, what a run they're having. Let's go blue. Kyle has – Kyle, you have a face on it because you're a state fan. Who cares? But, dude, this is, like – We're in it. This is only the, like, the first time – We're not even good. Like, like, in 35 years? Like, 10 teams never make it. No. First time Michigan's no, made true. the College World yeah. Series, and Mike has said 35 years, I'll, I'll believe him. I mean, let's go. No, no, I agree. I do. This I is agree. very cool. What they did to UCLA is awesome. Let's go. I mean, nobody likes it. Is. That's cool. The number one team. Hey, and how about Texas Tech? That's who we're playing again. Yes. Like, let's... Who smoked both us and Michigan State? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even let's think of that, Trav. Like, true. True Texas Tech. True the Red Raiders. Let's go. The Big Ten. Is coming for oh, you. Oh, just because you get to play all year long. Yeah, exactly. You get warm weather, and you're going to rub it in our face in the College World Series. No, you're not. We're going to rub it in your face. Because we're, we're the can, University, we're the mother university of Michigan. Michigan. We're Michigan, for God's sake. No, I hate, I hate that I said that. Nah, I, I did not hey, ever want to say it. We're not. Go Blue. Go Blue. Go Big Ten. Let's this is going to be fun. Go State of Michigan. Um, That's all. Yeah, keep say. watching it. Good stuff. Um. I got nothing else if you guys don't. So we'll uh, 
call it a night and thank you guys for uh recording as always i really appreciate it love doing this with you guys and thank always you fun to all of our listeners again follow us on the twitter and the instagram and the facebook all those things let's get those things rolling we're we got we got some things in the works we're gonna have a good summer we're gonna have some good times swimming in the pool we're gonna do some instagram live or the facebook live all that good stuff so thank you for listening and we will see yeah, you go. next week, if not sooner. Love you. Bye-bye.